Yeah, so it's me, your host, Giovanni of the Empire Plates, Empire Lives podcast, and I am so excited about our interview today with celebrity vegan chef, Chef Maul. You can find him on Instagram, MaulEats954. Last night, he came through and blessed some of my podcast family with a private dinner, and it was phenomenal. So I can't wait till you get into this delicious dialogue, and hopefully your life will be empowered. So make sure you tune in to this Ips episode of Empowered Plates, Empowered Lives. All right. So welcome to the Empowered Plates, Empowered Lives podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bonnie. This is the space where we talk about how food can help heal. And we're just going to sit here and chop it up today with my guest, my celebrity private chef that I had last night here at the podcast summit, 2023 chef, Maul. Mall Eats 954 on Instagram. You probably see me posting a lot on my stories, all of his good food porn. But here we go. How you doing today? Feeling well, feeling well. All right, so tell me, what has been your biggest achievement thus far as a celebrity private chef? Mm, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, my biggest achievement, I would say, is teaching a culinary course uh, quarterly. I teach uh, culinary training, small setting, three to four students. So those students go on to do meal prep in their prospective cities or um, whatever it is to help, um, you know, fulfill that void of the vegan food that's in their city, the tasty vegan food, and help people transition to a plant-based lifestyle. Um, it's also people that have taken that class to be able to help cook for their family. So that's one of my biggest achievements, being able to teach so others can shorten their success curve from my failures and my successes. That's that's brilliant. And I, 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 I too, share that same passion of teaching. I teach uh, middle school students. Um, I started in high school, so I can, I can understand that and be able to see that growth and kind of instill that confidence with them. What makes your course um, or your experience for them to kind of come underneath your, your tutorage, you know, your leadership, what makes you different from other chef courses or programs? What makes me different is, it's also, um, I'm building a family, so it's like, once you're part of the Ma Eats family, it's like lifetime mentorship, you know, my students call me all the time, um, we network together, um, I ship one of my students, CMOS in North Carolina, you know, I got a student out in Houston. I believe she's opening a vegan restaurant. I'm not sure when. But what sets me out is if you go to a regular culinary school or a plant-based culinary school, I'm not sure because I haven't attended one. But I'm self-taught, so I have my own methods of cooking that I learned from my grandma that you know, I just take into this plant-based world to veganize recipes. So with me, you'll have your own style because I don't teach you just to copy me. I teach you 10 different ways to make the quinoa. So I give you the blueprint and the confidence so, you know, that you can scale yourself and monetize yourself and nourish the people that need it. Society needs more plant-based chefs with the knowledge of the food, and that's not just cooking fries and Beyond Burgers. 
wholeheartedly, and I just kind of took back on the Beyond Meat because it was gluten and soy free, but I'm stepping back even more over processed foods. You hit something important just now that I, I kind of want to go back to about your methods. How do you think the methods you use in plant-based cooking help not only the planet, but also help us heal when we kind of digest and take in that plant-based food? Um, all right, well, what we eat, um, you know, it's cliche, you are what you eat, but what you eat affects your gut. So, you know, good gut health affects your mental health, um, your gastrointestinal tract, your GI tract is directly linked with your brain and your thoughts. So by cleaning up your dietary intake, you know, you can clean up your thoughts, you're able to manifest better, you know, you're living more peacefully, more, um, you know, stress less. It's, it's a lifestyle change. Um, it's not like a dietary restriction. Like, I can't have this or I can't have this. No, I choose not to have this because I'm equipped with the proper knowledge. You know, even though I grew up drinking this, I'm not going to drink this certain kind of juice anymore that has red 40 in it or, you know, um, all these synthetic dyes, high fructose corn syrup, um, all these things that clog the arteries mm -hmm. and cause some of the top three leading causes of death. Um, Which are? Heart disease, respiratory failure, and I believe stroke. Yeah. Um, all dealing with your dietary intake. So it's, it's very important what you what you put into your body because um, if you're worried about a high grocery bill now, then you're going to be worried about a high hospital bill in the very near future. So you might as well take care of your temple, you know. Agree wholeheartedly. So I always hear people say, oh, well, eating plant-based is so much more expensive. Buying organic fruits and vegetables is so much more expensive. I, I settle here. And so I guess, like you said, the convenience of you trying to go with the, sh the smaller ticket now and what's in your comfort zone, you end up pay for it further down the road. So there was something else you talked about. You talked about the three leading causes of, you know, issues right now when calling we're dealing with health disparities right and i help women suffering from endometriosis and pcos heal through food um, because i didn't want to be on birth control i didn't want to do some of the things that doctors were trying to you know suggest elaborate on the endometriosis so endometriosis so i it's it's a crazy story but there was this large cyst that was on my right ovary and it just caused some pain at first i thought i had food poisoning and because i just nausea and all this other kind of stuff, didn't realize it because my period was on at the time, didn't have any relation. Second time it happened again, I was driving to work. I had this chronic pain. It almost made me swerve into another lane. In that other lane was an 18-wheeler. Totally freaked me out. Went to the ER, they saw that cyst. I didn't know what was going on. Went to the OBGYN and they were like, okay, we know it's PCOS. We can tell by some of your physical you know, symptoms. I had like, um, facial hair, that testosterone, testosterone, so hormonal imbalances, but that endometriosis was that there's these chocolate cysts that have been growing on all these different organs on the inside of my body, but they said I, we can't diagnose it until we do surgery, or you can get on birth control to kind of subscribe from that pain, and it was like, well, the, if the birth control isn't going to cure it, why take it? So there you go. So I was like, well, let me talk to one of my sorority sisters that's an OBGYN because 
sometimes you get all of these diagnoses and stuff from the healthcare professional, but no one really sits down and breaks it down to you what's really going on and how you can truly address it. So I talked to her and I asked her about diet and she said it, it may not be everything that you need it to be, but it doesn't hurt to try. And that's when I just took it to a whole nother level. I took out the gluten, I took out the soy, which is why I was asking you to try to make sure that, you know, because a lot of people use soy in their, yeah. you know, their, their plant-based food. But I know you yeah. don't, do you? No, I stay away from soy. So um, that's one thing that I mastered. I've been vegan for 10 years. Okay. Um, cooking with different plants from turning eggplant into a salmon bite mm. or cauliflower wings <laughs> or um, cauliflower into steak or cauliflower into pork chop. Um, when I'm naming all these different cuts of animals, I'm just saying that because, I mean, I ate meat for 24 years, so I'm calling it a burger. You know, it's mm -hmm. a plant-based burger. You know, in all actuality, people don't call it what it is. You're not calling a you know, a dead cow patty or whatever it is. Correct. But anyways, um, I may keep the same flavor profile mm -hmm. and the same texture as when we was eating meat. So it's really all in the seasoning. You know, um, I never missed a beat with flavor when I went vegan. So what are some of your top seasonings you use to try to make sure you still get that, that mimicking taste? Because I know there's a lot of uh, my PCOS sisters and endometriosis people who want to try to change their dietary life, but they don't want the same regular flavor profile over and over. So how do you keep it tasty in your I, kitchen I with I the seasons? I cook with a lot of herbs. I cook with a lot of herbs and I cook with moderate pink salt. So I cook with a lot of, um, you know, smoked paprika, the cumin, and the coriander, the thyme. Um, these different things to get the flavor profile of meat. Like, let's say you cook in collard greens, you know, traditionally in the South, they will put like hog mog or turkey legs in there for the flavor. So, you know, you can marinate your jackfruit with coconut aminos, liquid smoke, smoked paprika, um, smoked pink Himalayan salt, these different things. Um, you gotta give your your vegetables the same attention that you do that decaying flesh and you'll get the same result with your dishes. So that's all you gotta put some love into the food. You know, you spend all that time marinating and sauteing the onions and all for the chicken. So you do the same with a mushroom, you do the same with a cauliflower, you know, cook it with love and you'll get the same results. You'll get some tasty food that's also nutrient dense. So where did this love come from, from food and creating this love for plant-based food? How did you, how did mm. you get here? Uh, stemmed from me probably being greedy, but <laughs> my, my grandma always cooked. So she inspired me to cook and, you know, I started cooking her recipes. I got her Mac recipe in college before I was vegan. And then, you know, I just had to veganize everything because I didn't find food that tasted the way I wanted. Understood. What made you go plant-based? What made you take that lifestyle change to say, hey, I'm embracing plant-based living. Right. I'm going for it. I'm 34. Um, when I was 24, I suffered from high blood pressure. Mm. Um, I didn't want to take the pharmaceutical approach. My, my feet were swelling. Um, it was due to some kind of circulation in my legs. I was getting a little gut. I was just feeling um, unhealthy. I might have been about, you know, 35 pounds heavier. But um, 
you know, so experience, experiencing that high blood pressure at an early age in my younger 20s, it really scared me a little bit. I didn't want to get on those pills and then I know I would be, you know, I would be attached to them. I would, I would become uh, dependent of them. Mm. So I decided to eliminate things from my diet, eliminate beef, eliminate pork. I started to do more research. I came across Dr. Savy. I came across Layla Africa. I came across um, Baba Pearson, who is local down here in South Florida. Um, just kept doing extensive research and improving my diet. And you know, I like to cook, so I kept making tasty stuff. You know, it went from always making the basic spaghetti and <laughs> using the vegan meats and vegan cheese, making sandwiches to gourmet meals that I would enjoy at a five-star restaurant. That sounds cool. So, celebrity chef, what celebrities have you prepared meals for and what has been like the most exotic experience you've had? Mm -hmm. I, I prepared food for Rick Ross. I prepared food for Country Wayne. I prepared food for a uh, rapper, NLE Chopper. I prepared um, food for several Miami Dolphins players, um, a couple Super Bowl champs, a couple people uh, signed NDAs, but for a lot of people. And um, my some of my best experiences are not even with the celebrities, are with the, you know, everyday people that book me for their wedding reception or their baby shower or um, one of the most touching was recently um, client flew me out to Atlanta to cook for her brother's repast mm. you know which he had underlying health problems so she was eating healthy and it was great to see her family fly in and her book me and cook all that plant-based food and everybody enjoyed the plant-based food. Like they had some chicken on the side, but everybody was tearing up the jackfruit ribs and the mac and cheese and the candy yams and everything that I made um, with love and, and knowledge of what I'm putting into the food. Like I eat with a purpose, so I cook with a purpose also. Like. That's you a, that's, don't don't go too fast over there. You you eat with a what? I eat with the purpose. There you go. You know, so if I'm eating the plate, you know, I'm not only eating for flavor. I'm like, you know, why why am I eating this this quinoa? Oh, because it has all nine essential um, amino, amino acids, acids. Yes. and it's a complete protein. Okay, why am I eating this avocado? Because it's an antidepressant. Because it has twice the potassium as a banana because it helped absorb nutrients from other foods, you know. So you ask yourself, why am I eating this smothered lamb chop, you know? You might say it has protein or whatever, but in all actuality, your body can't even assimilate that. Um, the body's gonna assimilate best the protein from plants. All plants have protein, so by people eating meat, you know, they're going through um, the middleman, the plant is getting, animal is getting this protein from the grass or whatever plants is eating, you know, so you do not need meat um, to be healthy. I've never had any problems with um, any deficiencies, any protein deficiencies. You know, I had a hematology test, which is a study of the blood, 
you know, it breaks down everything, and I never had any deficiencies, you know, so, hey, I'm, I'm living proof 10 years in a plant-based game, loving it. So what are some of those healthy foods or those superfoods that you believe um, people should start consuming a little bit more into their diet as they might potentially start making that shift towards, you know, plant-based? Definitely, um, definitely some lentils. They have your protein. Definitely substitute your white rice with wild rice or quinoa. Um, definitely uh, substitute your milks, your animal based milks with plant-based milks you know your butter with vegan butter you know incorporate some sea moss into your life you know you can find that locally wherever you stay or you can order it online i'll start shipping it soon um definitely incorporate some hemp seeds some chia seeds hemp seeds that heavy in protein omega-3 you know definitely do your research um research uh, circadian rhythm, you know, start eating in accordance with, with your biological clock, you know what I'm saying? Stop eating these heavy breakfasts in the morning and give your digestive system a break and time to recover, you know? Most and, definitely. And you can tell, um, you can tell what's going on. Your body will talk to you, whether it's your vision, acne, you're older, um, you're sluggish, so your energy, um, your bowel movements, everything is affected by what you eat. So why would you eat BS, you know? Agreed. Treat your car better than your body. <laughs> and I think sometimes people just get so, so comfortable in a groove of convenience and just, this is what I've always eaten. This is just what I've always eaten. It takes so much out of them to just kind of pivot and start making alterations because it, it causes them to become a, a higher person. You know, but I think also people don't take the time to get to know themselves and to spend time with yourself because so many people can eat certain things and know it doesn't feel good for them, but that doesn't stop them from not consuming it. They're going to yeah. keep going. Something you said Definitely. before, you were talking about um, having that repast, and that was something that was so touching. I, I truly think that that was a beautiful thing because not only did she lose her brother, but she sat there and she pretty much exposed her entire family to this one type of meal. This is what y'all going to get. So sit down, embrace it, love on it, and I bet they just pretty much was full on life after celebrating a life. And I, yeah. I think that was just, I think that was beautiful. So I just wanted to come back to that real quick. Um, so before we wrap it up, I kind of want to ask you this one question. If you could choose a historical figure to share a meal with, who would that historical figure be? And what meal will you all share? Mm, that's a... That's a great question. Um, well, well, the first thing that popped to my mind was uh, Marcus Garvey. Okay. So it would be Marcus Garvey. Um, my son is named Garvey, so I named my son after the great honorable um, Marcus Garvey. And I would share a meal with him, of course, a plant-based meal. Uh, Probably some quinoa, zucchini, and squash, okay. some Moroccan spiced lentils, mm -hmm. and some fried oyster mushrooms, oh. you know, whether he likes spicy or barbecue, whatever flavor he likes, I would incorporate that. And, and those um, fried mushrooms last night were really good. What y'all drinking? Some, some fresh coconut water, that's what oh. I was about to say. We'll have some fresh coconut water and uh, squeeze a little key lime juice in there. And then we'll just talk about... Um, 
you know, building generational wealth, um, economical empowerment, things of that nature. Um, what was going through his head when he came up with the Pan-African movement, things of that nature, and, you know, how it correlates to his whole ideology was, you know, um, taking people back to Africa. He was a, might have been a billionaire, but multi-millionaire. He had the Black Star Line, his own um, cruise line, which was sabotaged. But long story short, I will talk to him about how that correlates with um, how we're misplaced from our geographical location and some of the foods that we need to eat according to your geographical location. Whether you're African, Puerto Rican, Australian, you know, we need to be eating okra, watermelon, all these things that align with our biological makeup because of our geographical location. That was things that are abundant in Africa and originates from Africa, okra, watermelon, um, just to name a few. But yeah, you know, that's that's not a that's not a racist thing. That's not a you know Chinese people eat, eat like Chinese people. Australian people used to eating that. You know, if you're from Canada, you're probably not eating like someone from Jamaica. You know, if you were born in Jamaica, I suppose you need to eat some you know things from that island that originate from that island. Aki, uh, breadfruit. Uh, I love Aki. I can't even name all the wonderful fruit and vegetables in Jamaica, Callaloo mangoes. That Callaloo last night was good, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. thing was really good. Yeah, that's another thing. People got to incorporate those greens. So you say you have um, anemia. I see a lot of females mm -hmm. that I visit. Uh, or what is it, hemoglobin? Low or high? Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with it. Well, um, my mom's sister's so too educated on it. But as far as your greens, you need to consume a lot of your kale, your dandelion, your dark leafy greens in um, some citrus along with that to help the absorption. So that's what you got to look at um, when people talk about being deficiency or they need to take iron pills. No, you might be getting enough iron, but you might be eating things that stop the absorption of the iron, like dairy or different things like that. Definitely. Most definitely. So if you could describe food in one word, what would that one word be? And why does that one word resonate mm. with you? First thing that popped to my mind, food, fuel. It's your fuel. So your body is running off the fuel that you put in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? That's your whole that's going to, you know, fuel your body. So if you're fueling your car, if you get a certain car, it might take diesel or it might take 93 grade. You're going to put that right grade in. You're not going to put diesel in a car that requires 93 grade or you're going to ruin the car. So why would you put trash in your body when your body is meant to be in an alkaline state? It's electric. It's feeding off the foods that the earth provides. Um, you know, it's charged by the sun. You need to eat foods that's charged by the sun. You know, I can go on and on. No, I feel you, because people always say <laughs> that. Get on. to the school and be like, Miss Ford, why are you so happy? Why you got so much energy? And I'd be like, I had my juice today. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm getting it in. And so. it's, but it, I can definitely tell, like, depending on what you're putting, what you're consuming, it definitely shapes who you are. It, 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 it has how you move around with people, how you vibe with other people, how you show up in your life. Like, it, it definitely has that, that power. So let everybody know where they can find you and tell them what all you have to offer out here. 
Mall Eats 954, M-A-L-E-A-T-S 954 on Instagram. Um, YouTube coming soon, all other platforms coming soon. Chef Mall Eats Vegan.com. Link in my Instagram bio also. But that's where you can find my ebooks. I have several ebooks. I have an online cooking class. Um, it's a 90 minute pre recorded cooking class. When you buy it, it comes right to your email. You can pause it, you know, make the recipe, come back, watch it later, watch it with a family member. You know, you can see me in person cooking the vegan mac and cheese, breaking down the recipes, giving tips. Um, my online cooking class, Vegan Vibes Volume 1, Vegan Vibes Volume 2. I have a holiday ebook. I have a seven day transition guide. You know, like I said, I teach that culinary training. I post updates about that. Okay. That sounds dope. So we're going to get ready. Um, it's going to be coming out, launching out soon. But we're going to start doing some uh, virtual meal prep parties. Right. So I think you're down to then, come through. Yeah, definitely. Come Let through me on grab that. My phone. So we're going to definitely go and do some cooking tell classes. Tell them where they too. can find you. Uh, they can, you can find me on Instagram, forward underscore vibrations, as well as Empowered Plates, Empowered Lives. That is the podcast. Both have those channels already live on IG. Um, YouTube is for vibrations. So get ready for the launch and also get ready to check me and Ma Eats out some more because we're going to be having those virtual meal prep parties. And we definitely going to have retreats because we just started last night with our podcast summit 2023 private dinner networking where we had Chef Ma coming through with all the goodies. And it was so good. But thank you, Chef Ma, for coming through with this delicious dialogue. This is going to end our episode here on Empowered Plates, Empowered Lives. I appreciate you. You did it, I appreciate it big. you, too. I appreciate you for thank having you for me. coming through. Love. I am celebrity, vegan chef, plant-based chef, Mall Eats, Instagram, Mall Eats 954 And I am on the Empowered Plates, Empowered Lives podcast dope event here in Miami, Florida. I'm loving it.